0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit P.O.D. cast. Another emergency session. Uh, if we ever needed the warning sirens more than uh, more than anything, this would be the time. And unfortunately, we just don't have it ready. And I, I question looking at the state of the staff right now, the state of Lions, Twitter, the state of Lions fans, if anyone would even have the energy to go up and like start cranking the horn, because like it's a crank on those old things. I guess I would be the one to do it because apparently I'm the only one not being lost in uh, utter depression and emaciation. But as people keep saying, I'm not a Lions fan. So uh, I'm Christopher Fett, the adequate host. That's a joke. Uh, At Christopher Fett, P-E-R-F-E-T-T, joined by Jeremy Reisman, the fearless leader at Detroit Online, both upset uh, about this news and mad that he lost his day off. Hi, Jeremy.
1: (laughs) I'm shook, man. I I always knew this day could very possibly come this off season um didn't expect it on a random Saturday right after a head coach was named right after a GM was named, right after an offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator named, which we're not even going to talk about yet in this uh podcast, but um Matthew Stafford's career as a lion appears to be done, and that's i i just saying those words out loud for the first time
0: uh it kind of hits all it, at home, right it's <laughs> surreal. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. (laughs) So this is a short one. We're going to just talk about Stafford in this one. Monday's episode. We'll talk more about what comes next for what comes next in Detroit with Stafford and the future quarterback. We'll talk about Anthony Lynn. Uh, Apparently, there might be some other news that breaks today. It's going to be hectic, busy. So we'll 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 get you caught up on the Monday episode. Our third man here uh, is Mike Payton at P.O.D. Payton. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys, how's it going? We doing all right? Everybody good? I, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I think. Well, let's 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 recap, and I'll try to explain why before everyone kills me. Um, let's talk, because Stafford. The news broke today. Uh, literally, as the Anthony Lynn news was coming out, uh, I believe Tom Pellicero yep. and Adam Schefter and several other sources that this, Matthew Stafford. In the Lions have mutually agreed to part ways this offseason, and the team will begin exploring trade options in the coming weeks for their star quarterback. That's the tweet from Tom Pelissero. And that is the tweet that has annihilated everything today, and that's the reason why we're here. So I guess instant reactions is always a good place to start. So I'll just go around the room. Jeremy.
1: Man, I don't know. It's... uh... It's a it's a tough pill to swallow. This, this is a franchise that spent decades and decades and decades looking for a franchise quarterback. They finally found one in two thousand nine. He played his ass off for for twelve years, um, created some insane memories, insane passes, and really brought this team to a level of success they hadn't seen in at least a decade. And I know the playoff win never came, and I know the championship never came. Um, but he was an icon to the city. He was an icon to the team. No one is w- more well-respected in that locker room than that man. And so, man, I hope this, this staff knows what they're doing because they just put a, a, a crater in this roster and, and they were talking retool. Well, no, no. We are in full rebuild mode now. And uh, don't expect anything out of 2021, guys. Because that's, I, I mean, we we just sealed the top five draft pick for 2021. <sighs> Mike, your
2: thoughts. All right. Well, you know, I'm just gonna get real here because that's the only thing that I know how to do or or when it comes to Matthew Stafford. I mean, this is my favorite player of all time. This this hurts a lot. This is like this is worse than Barry Sanders. This is worse than when Grant Hill left, which I've documented on Twitter how upset and sad I was about that. I mean, for example, and I don't want to get too weird here, but I, I've got a treasure box on my desk here that I plan to be buried with when I die. There was a Matthew Stafford rookie card. In that charger chest. I was going to take this man to the grave with me. Uh, This is, this just fucking, this sucks, man. I mean, I'm just going to bluntly say it. This fucking sucks. You, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll come back in on the well, next question.
0: I'm not I, – I feel like I'm the only one not torn up here just because I feel like I've had mentally time to prepare and that this – I mean, as Jeremy said, this was coming down the pike. I kind of had seen the I, – I had seen the writing on the wall for a while. We knew Stafford didn't want to be under a new head coach. We knew he didn't want to have to learn from another offensive – we didn't know that. From, from her, no, everything – where there's smoke, there's oh. fire. Where, everything I had heard was enough for me to say that, OK, this this – is a major possibility. He's getting up into his thirties. His contract's getting to the point where it is tradable. It was going to happen sooner or later. And you brought in the guy as a general manager with a massive amount of schol- college scouting experience, that kind of sp- everything, everything tea leaf reading there in a, screamed I mean,
1: to me. In what a Rams organization that, that made bold move after bold move. So, yes. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I'm, we we talked about this in the past, yeah. in a past, in like a past episode, like this was on the table. It was just for me, it was just a matter of when I thought maybe, you know, they hold him over for another year or they draft a quarterback and he studies behind Stafford. But obviously from the, from the pressures we have heard before about Stafford that I didn't, I just didn't think it was likely. And, you know, I, I'm not too upset about this because I feel like, not that i th- Stafford was a great quarterback let, let's be clear and i find that funny now that everyone's now discovering that as he is suddenly on the open trade market and suddenly people who are like oh no he can't win he can't win are suddenly rubbing their hands and they're talking and they're looking at Stafford like a big fat piece of meat or like one of those tex avery cartoons the eyes pop out and the tongue rolls down to the floor it's like yeah hell yeah we want him in dallas hell yeah we want him in indy hell yeah we want him in san francisco It's funny how things have operated on Stafford. It sucks in the sense that he was been, I don't want to say wasted on past coaching staffs and past front offices, because that implies that everything the Lions have gone through these past 12 seasons is a waste. And that's not true. Uh, there was good memories made along the way. They tried their hardest. Twenty fourteen was as close as I felt we got to the mountaintop, as there was going to be. But for better or worse, like the future's here. It hits hard. It sucks. But you know, it just nobody seemed to have made it work with Stafford in the past. So if you're of the mind that you want to see him win, by all means, I don't really care as much for that kind of thing. But I do think. Every sign is saying like, this is the future here. It sucks. But logically speaking, this was the way to go. I just, the only question is, was it now? And again, you brought in the new coordinators, you brought in the new coach. Uh, I don't think a rebuild implies as long as Jeremy believes it implies just because of how the NFL operates. And there's some veterans out there. You can get and sit a quarterback and let him learn from under. But again, tall order for the for the co- for the coaching staff coming in. And and to be clear, I think it had to happen now.
1: And yes. the reason why is the trade because value. Now, because no well not even not that, cuz Matthew Stafford. I mean, if you read mm. some of these reports, it sounds like he was the one saying like, "Listen, guys, it's time." Yes. I mean, let me pull directly from Pelissero's article. He says, "After meetings in recent weeks, in which Stafford expressed a desire for a fresh start, the Lions understood his position and began to and plan to begin discussing trade options in the uh, coming weeks. So this is Stafford saying he wants out. And and listen, I get it. I, I respect him for it. I, I I understand it. Um, The guy went through hell for 12 years, both physically, mentally. I mean, is, is there a more underappreciated guy in Detroit sports ever? Probably not. Is there a more underappreciated quarterback in the NFL right now? Probably not. Is there a guy that put his body on the line more than he did in the past 12 years here in Detroit, probably not. And so he has every right to want to go somewhere else. It hurts to hear him say that it hurts after, you know, years and years of devoting himself to the team and the city for him wanting to, to move on, but I get it. And it's, it's, if your, your starting quarterback is expressing that, you have to honor it for, I mean, first it, the lines would have to do right by him by honoring it, but this is also a natural divorce divorce point, right? You, you have a new GM, you have a new head coach. It, it's time. And I hate, I hate that it is time, but rebuild on. I mean, it it, it just, it has to be at this point. And, and listen, you can say it, it's not going to take a long time, but this team went so freaking long looking for a quarterback before this. And I'm not saying it it's, you know, that's, that's the norm. You, you can go around. I mean, the lines are likely drafting one in about three months from now, and maybe he's the guy, or maybe they make a, a swing at Deshaun Watson. I I doubt that's going to happen, but maybe you
0: never know. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't find it fair to hold the past against them sometimes, but I understand where the, where the acrimony comes from. Uh, all I'll say to, to, to wrap there for, for myself is that uh, to, to react to you, Jeremy, is that, uh, in the NFL guys never really seem to get to retire where they where you would hope they would be like there's always there's always like hey guess what Peyton Manning doesn't end up as it doesn't end his career as a Colt. he has a decent enough one in, in indies um Philip Rivers Brady. yeah that's another Brady, great example yep. or hell like Joe Montana still played years after the 49ers uh uh uh, uh Brett Favre remember him as a jet yep like this, this kind of thing happens. It sucks, but I think I was saying way back. Like, appreciate the ones who can retire in your jersey because it's a rare thing, especially in the NFL.
1: You, you just, you just wish we could have gotten more for him here, right? Because he goes out and wins a couple, couple Super Bowls in India or wherever he goes. Like, I mean, people are going to remember his time in Detroit, but not as fondly mm-hmm. as they will as his time elsewhere. And I mean, I've already seen a million people write Justin Verlander's name all over the internet in the past 10 minutes. And I'm, that makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. I don't want to see like, I want, I want the success for Stafford, but it will make me physically sick to see him raise a Lombardi trophy for another team. Yeah. We'll we we that talk all quick. the
2: time. We talk all the time about how we, we want to see him go succeed somewhere else, but now our money is where our mouth is. Now we actually have to see it. Yep. We actually have to watch him put on another Jersey, throw to another receiver, with another coach and, and more than likely succeed and get all the things that he should get, all the honors that he should get. It just uh, really sucks. It's not going to happen here. Uh, but, you know, I'm with Chris, by the way. I, I I really don't think rebuilds take that long in the NFL anymore. And I don't think you can judge the, the Lions based off of their their past transgressions considering who was running the team and, and how – badly at scouting they were and and there's just a lot there but i'm with also with both of you guys when it, this was clearly the time uh, i mean the the breakup had to happen right now uh but i just i don't know how long it's going to take to get used to this this is this is just this is a man this is a tragedy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see, because I think that in more than anything represents a sea change that's happening in Detroit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other guys who are up for contract and we'll see what happens with them. I uh, I did mention off the top, the lions announced they're hiring Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator. So everything's, everything's changing very fast. And I understand why a lot of lions fans are suddenly, uh, it, it's all very fast and all very confusing. Uh, I guess my question for Stafford is, I mean, I, I don't see him going to some other place and winning immediately. That's not a given for me, but I totally get the sentiment too, that he would be used pretty well. But I, I, man, This one's rough for me, too, because as you say, like this was the Lions for about 12 years. Uh, I can't think of another jersey that kind of sold like like his and not not to go to the the consumer route. But like that was the one jersey that everyone could count on that each year you could go for that jersey because he's he's sticking around. And yeah, everyone's got the Stafford jersey. I'm the only one on stream right now without a Stafford jersey. Mine's in the closet or or packed up for my last move. So it's not here, but I do have one. Everyone's got a damn Stafford jersey because that's just that. That was a symbol for, for a very long time. Ly- um, Detroit sports, you like your symbols and you like your leaders. You had, you know, your sim- you talked about Verlander earlier. That was kind of your symbol for the Detroit Tigers. Lions had Stafford. You know, you could just go to that. It was always there, always unchanging. And uh, they're going to need someone new like that very soon.
1: And just more report, reports rolling in. Uh, literally everyone on the lines beat are tweeting the exact same thing, which is that Stafford approached the lines before they even finished their head coaching and general manager search with this. And both Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell were made aware of that before they took the jobs here in Detroit. So this is definitely interesting. a, a, a Stafford-led yeah. move. This, he wanted out. He wanted out. Yeah. And, and like I said, I do, I do think the Lions are smart to honor that and not fight against it because, one, he deserves that. I mean, this team has got to finally learn to treat their, their franchise players right and do right by them, mm-hmm. and they are. Uh, but secondly, like I said, it, it, it's about – it, it, you got to do it. You just have to do it. You're going to get the most out of them. Do I mean, you look, a lot, you look around the league. Look at how many quarterback-needy teams there are right now
0: there's going to be a heck of a bit more
1: for him. There
0: are are half a dozen names I could think of right now that will line up for Stafford.
1: And so that's going to drive the value up. And and I know some people will say, well, why go public with this now? Maybe you're you're forcing his hand. That's going to drive the price down because everyone knows you're getting rid of him. That's
0: thinking too much. No,
1: that's thinking. I I mean, just look at the basis. You've got a franchise quarterback on the market now. And you've got five, six, seven, eight teams they need a quarterback. Those guys are going to go get him. You you go out and go get a guy like Matthew Stafford. You don't you don't try to lowball the team that has him. The Lions are not going to end up cutting Matthew Stafford. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, I mean hopefully the line, I I don't know what the Lions are going to get. I put out literally 2 days ago, I think the the starting point of the conversation is a first and first and day 2 pick is is where I want a, the conversation to at the very least start. I'm hoping to get a couple firsts. I I don't know if that's realistic or not, but I think Stafford has f- at least five years in him. His his contract is is manageable for any team, even with, you know, the salary cap expected to go down. Um, I think the Lions could score here big and well, that's that's what you need for a rebuild. And so
0: Mike, let me let me look different. <laughs> Mike, let me ask you because I can't remember the last time we've had a quarterback like this hit the basically up for trade right now. Like we've heard guys like Watson talk about how he wants out, but I think everyone kind of knows that's kind of a non-starter there, but like this kind of thing on the market with this kind of veteran proven track record and the stats that he has suddenly up on the market. I haven't seen that in a pretty long time.
2: Yeah. I've, I've said for forever, anytime this sort of thing has come up, half the league would chop off their left leg to half Matthew Stafford. And we're about to see some leg chopping I, I mean, <laughs> and there, kneecap been, biting. some kneecap biting. Well, I guess next year, Stafford won't be a part of that, unfortunately. But I, I fully expect the Lions to get a haul out of this. Uh, I'm sorry to the Bears and Vikings fans. That's never going to happen, guys. Just keep on moving along. Uh, but I, I don't know, man, maybe an AFC team, maybe the Colts. Maybe there's something there with Washington uh, and Martin Mayhew. I fully expect them to get multiple first round picks out of this, not just one and a, and a day two. I think this is going to be a, a, a big haul for the Lions. And honestly, I, I'm not at all ruling out the possibility of Deshaun Watson. Not not at all. Not Definitely not now. I mean, why not take your shot?
0: So I have two more points for me. And Jeremy, you can pick which one you want. This is me meandering here a little bit. Uh, The one I will espouse on is that this is you, you mentioned like kind of the damage done. This just feels like the final blow of the Boston boys of Patricia and Bob Quinn that these kind of years got. Now, those three years, I will say were wasted. Yeah. Those three years I will absolutely say were wasted that Caldwell got you to this point where and Stafford was happy and slinging very productive and in comes this jerk off from Boston start whimper like yelling at people and talking about rocket science or whatever. And this this feels like the final closing salvo from the damage done from Quinn from Quinn and Patricia. Uh the other thing I, I am curious about now, and I'll you know what? I'll save I'll say this one. I, I don't I want to hear what you think on that. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you're you're right. Um, yeah, it sucks. Uh,
1: we I mean, we talked about this in the middle of of the 2020 season. We, we all knew the explosion was coming. We all knew that when mm-hmm. We all wrote about Matt it, Patricia was coming. And then we all agreed that like that could mean the end of Matthew Stafford as well. And that's why I mean, that's, uh, that's why a lot of things. It's why I was hesitant after 2019 to say let's get rid of Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn we have to we have to restart now in, in was i wrong at the time i guess so but like you also have to look forward and realize when you hit that reset button you are hitting that reset button hard and everything comes with it and so yeah we knew this possibility was coming and you know it sucks that that again Matt Patricia Bob Quinn dug this team into such a big freaking hole that Matthew Stafford didn't want to climb out of it. And I, I mean, I, it's just another shitty parting gift along with shitty contracts like Jesse James and, and Justin Coleman and all this fun stuff that this, now this new GM, this new head coach, this no coaching staff all have to deal with and, and good luck to them. But man, it's a, uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better guys. That's all I got. Yeah, say.
2: I do. There's the there's, other part I had is I, oh, sorry, go on my, so I was just going to say, there's reverberations here too, because now that Matthew Stafford's gone, I, I would imagine it's going to be twice as hard to keep Kenny Galladay. Now, uh, I would imagine it's going to be twice as hard to maybe keep Marvin Jones if he wanted to stay, if he was thinking about it. Uh, so, I mean, there's, this is this is man, they really set off a nuclear bomb in this entire franchise, and now we're just all getting covered in the shit, in the shrapnel. Of, of what Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia set off in this, in this franchise yeah. is just ridiculous.
0: Ultimately though, it does. I mean, we keep saying they, but at the same time, like this is Stafford's decision to do this, to leave at this juncture as well. So, I mean, I think no one wants to put the blame on him because I think we are all sympathetic to that, to that, to the reasons why we are all sympathetic to the reasons why, and that we've sent the lines, but it is his decision at the end of the day to cut bait with the lions and go somewhere and say he wants out and go somewhere else. So um, I am curious on how much this played a role in the coaching hire because we talked about, you know, people talked about Robert Sala, maybe not interviewing. Well, I'm wondering how much they asked people about, about Stafford in those interviews and how upfront they were in those interviews about, Hey, you, what, you might not have Stafford in the future. What's your plan? I'm wondering, you know, because Dan Campbell, as much as I enjoy the hire right now, he was obviously probably not the first pick for the coach for the Detroit lions. And it was probably because I'm, I'm curious just how many kind of, you didn't even need to say in those interviews, Hey, we're, we won't have Stafford. You just have to kind of imply it with a question of what would you do without Stafford? And I think some people could probably sniff out the sniff out the way the winds were blowing at that, at that scenario.
1: Yeah, I mean that's speculation. We don't we don't know. Um, We're all speculating. That's all I can do. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Man, I don't even know what to say. I'm still kind of wrapping my head around this entire thing. It's uh, I I think a lot of Lions fans today. I mean, it's it it sounds weird to say, but a lot of them only know the Lions as Matthew Stafford's Detroit Mm -hmm. Lions, and they don't know what's around the corner. And again, I don't want to rehash too much on on the past. But it's not it's not always greener, man. Like you, you look at the hit rates of, of first round quarterbacks, they're 50 percent at best and and really probably a lot worse than that. I mean, Mike, how many times have you gone through the past? I don't know, 20 quarterbacks drafted since Matthew Stafford was drafted. And how many of them would you say are better than Matthew Stafford right now? Several times and not a lot. Yeah, man. a handful. Uh, of we're at looking at
2: Mike, yeah, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. I, uh, I, I'm not even going to say Lamar Jackson anymore. I'm sorry. I can't think of anybody else. Uh, I can't, I mean, just think about that. Think about all the quarterbacks you've seen drafted. And I three that were better than Matthew Stafford.
0: But at some point you just got to do it. And I yeah. think that's that's where I'm at. Like, the, again, for me, the reason why I'm not as torn up is, again, I've known for about a year or two now, like the writing is on the wall. The contract was set up the way that they could get out from Stafford if it just wasn't working. We had heard the rumblings before. It was like, I don't want to deal with another head coach. I don't want to deal with another offensive coordinator. And those were rumors at the end of the day. But I considered them credible enough to at least keep them in the back of my mind. This was going to happen at some point. And at some point, that's just the hard work of it. Other teams have had to go through this before too. So I'm I'm excited what could come because the Lions, as you say, have a high draft pick. It sounds like they could get uh, draft capital out of what out of a potential trade with Stafford. And at the end of the day, you just grabbed, I think we talked about this before you grabbed a guy from a less sneed uh, school of these are picks to be used on, on what capital you want. And it's going to be a very competitive quarterback draft year right now in, in 2021. No doubt about that. There's some interesting candidates. I don't know if the top ones are the ones that are going to succeed. I don't know if the bottom ones will even be the ones that are going to succeed. I just know we'll probably be focusing a little bit more than we used to on there. And maybe I have to give up my stance of pass, rush or die. (laughs) Um, it's going to be fascinating watching this draft. And I have no real plans right now as far as what I think a Lions should do. I don't know if they should get Watson or if they should go for the draft, but you've got to start figuring out your next plan right now. That's, that's something my dad always keeps pounding into me. It's like, you know, you can't keep moping on the past sometimes. It's like you've got the future in front of you and you just, just keep, keep walking forward and just figure out what's next.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the one thing I will say is like Brad Holmes has his work cut out for him, man. Oh, absolutely. Not only does he have to orchestrate one of the most important trades in Detroit Lions history, maybe the most important trade in Detroit Lions history, but he needs to nail his first draft. He needs to find Mm -hmm. the quarterback of the future immediately because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not Chase Daniel. I'm pretty sure that's not the guy.
0: Yeah. And I think you could probably go get a veteran to kind of stem over. Like, I'm pretty sure Tyrod Taylor is a free agent. And again, God. Lions has got Anthony Lynn as O.C. <laughs> You're talking
1: about Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I was going to say that too, Tyrod. We got a line on Tyrod. If you, if you guys. <laughs> I'm be not as the quarterback of the Taylor. future,
0: but again, I, I keep pointing out the yeah. Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes thing. You're going to have a growing year, but guess what? You, you need to give your rookie quarterback some time to sit on the sideline to hold a, a, a clipboard and pencil and figure out what's going to come down the pike.
2: Can I just take a moment to vent on some, two, two things, just two things I need to vent on real quick. And then I won't, as long as there's not not a lot of
0: profanity. I think we've already hit our dump limit as someone (laughs) would say in the radio business.
2: I I won't be, I will no no profanity. Look, two things. First, I do not want to hear all summer about how we should have drafted Tua. You just take that and you shove it right up your backside. All right. I don't want (laughs) to hear it. I can't swear anymore. So I got to say things like backside. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it Two. Let one of y'all burn this jersey. Seriously. Let me see oh, one happen. jersey being burned. And I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. And I'm bringing Jeremy. And Jeremy knows how to fight. Trust me. And I'm not going to fight you, but Jeremy knows how to fight. That's all I'm going to say. I, I definitely don't know how to fight,
1: to be clear. <laughs> Please don't fight me. Please don't fight me. <laughs> um, I, I, I will say that if you if you at Pride of Detroit with a burning of a jersey, I will block you.
0: Yeah, yeah no, we'll me too. Do I'm gonna play. I have no mm-hmm.
1: interest in in sharing that weird sports tradition. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I'm still, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say anymore, Chris. This is a uh, this is the end of an era, and and maybe it's not the best of lines, and Maybe the best is still yet to come. But I don't know. I'm I'm a guy that's in general hesitant to change and this is a big 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 change Mm -hmm. and i just i don't want to go through joey harrington i don't want to go through scott mitchell i don't want to go through
0: i understand the ghost of the past i guess for me i don't want
1: to be the fucking bear (laughs) sorry i added another swear in there i'm sorry i don't (laughs) want to i just i just there's so many teams in there that are just like a quarterback away. That's why the market is so big for Matthew Stafford is there's so many teams that are a quarterback away because it's not easy to find one and now the Lions are at the top of that list and I'm sad because they don't have anything else to offer right now to get excited
2: about. They just don't. We got kneecaps. If they got got Watson, would you be excited?
1: Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Shoot your shot, Brad.
2: Shoot your shot.
0: I'd be curious about that. All I'll say is that I think the Lions, we've known for a while they're more than a quarter. They were other parts away. So yeah, now they're other parts away plus a quarterback away. Um, it now makes sense why they gave Dan Campbell and his crew six years to figure this out because it's gonna take some time. And uh at the end of the day, I you know, we're we're already at 30 minutes, so maybe this is a good place to end with uh Jeremy worrying about those things. Cause as you say, I totally appreciate those ghosts. There, there are some terrible evil ghosts in those past of trying to figure things out. Um, I'll just say this, that there is always, there's always the curse words of may you live in interesting times. And I think between the last God, the last week, the last solid calendar week, The Lions have certainly shown you they are in very interesting times right now. Uh, Dominoes that had to fall, things that had to happen that we knew were coming down the pike. And I think maybe all of us were in a little bit of denial of that this was going to happen. Pieces set in motion by one failure after another, by past franchises, wasted time, borrowed time. And now we've hit the interesting time for the Detroit lions that could be good or it could be bad. But again, the important part there is that it's interesting. Now, if you're a fan who just wants to win, then, uh, this could it's be, pro- this could be yeah, It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Now, will it be interesting at all during the season in 2021? Cause I think the answer is no.
0: I don't know. I'll just say that <laughs> things could change and there's plenty of Kool-Aid still to be drunk from, from some of the fans, from what I've seen. So, uh, I think we'll come back around on this, but I think that's a, you, you want to just leave it there, Jeremy. Do you have any other thoughts?
1: We can we can leave it there and talk with our live okay. audience a little longer.
0: All right. Well, we're going to close up the podcast recording of this. Thank you. Thank you all. I understand it's difficult, but uh, I can't even say we'll get through this. That's kind of that's kind of in, uh, smarmy. You want to say, it, Jeremy, because I can't say it. Hope, hopefully we'll get through this guy hopefully <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeremy's jeremy's optimus is way down so for myself for jeremy riseman for mike payton we'll see you star side and uh hopefully that star doesn't crash into the surface of the sun